This week, financial markets continued showing growing concerns and sell-offs as the fiat financial powers do not appear able to be ready to fight growing price inflationary problems globally. The U.S. stock market, still at historically high bubble valuation levels at present, is off to its worst start in a year since 1939. Looking at where U.S. stocks measured by gold were back then versus now, basically gold bullion would have to outperform the broad U.S. stock market by a factor of 10 through this decade, perhaps even into the next, in order for us to again live through years when stocks became that cheap on a real basis versus gold bullion. In other words, it's a long way to fall from here. We also continue to see the worst bond market performance to start a year throughout this full fiat currency era over five decades running, and according to some, in over a century and a half. Billionaire financial market trader Paul Tudor Jones went on CNBC this week to hammer home some of the worst financial asset classes to be in when inflation cannot be bottled up nor easily tamped down. How are you navigating it? Meaning, to the extent that you're setting up your portfolio to try to get around these swells, what are you doing? It's really hard. Normally, I've got a lot of very strident ideas on things. It's, again, it's really hard. I'll, I'll give an example. So if you look at how much financial conditions index is tightened just in the last month, the only other times that it's tightened this much, and just to remind everyone, financial con conditions index is a composite of the stock market, the dollar, credit spreads, and, it, and it's a very good indicator of the general strength of the overall economy, a good proxy for it. So it's moved so much in the last month. The only other two times I think that exceeded it were in Lehman Brothers in 2008, as well as in March of 2020. The other times since they began calculating that index back in 1980 was 81 and 82. Uh, right after the crash of 87, right after 9-11, I think twice in 2002 towards the bottom of the bear market, uh, and then three times in 2008, and then March of 2020 during the pandemic. So every one of those instances were all associated with cuts, Federal Reserve Board cuts within 24 days on average, literally some of them within two or three days. Now, all of a sudden, we've got the same kind of reaction in the markets, which is a, clearly a risk-off. Credit spreads have blown out. Stocks are down 13% in the year. The dollar's up uh, significantly. All that normally has provoked or evoked a, a Fed response of cutting rates. And yet, we're probably on the cusp of 200 basis points of rises and raised by mid-September, so it's, 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 it's uncharted territories where we're going. And but but do, you, do, do you look at that, Paul, and say to yourself that a recession is coming? Do you say everything's on sale, I got to buy things? Do you say that uh, I got to short this market? I mean, what's the, what, I, I know you say you don't have a strident view, but you must be telling well, I mean, look, your traders clearly to do you something. don't own bonds and stocks. You, you start with that. It's going to be a very, very, uh, a very negative situation for either one of those asset classes, right? You can't think of a worse macro environment than, than where we are right now for financial assets. And, 
again, one of the reasons, I think maybe the biggest differentiator between now and those other periods over the past 40 years is look at the level of overvaluation that we were both in rates as well as, as, um, as stocks. So that's one reason why even with this tightening in financial conditions, we've still, the Fed still probably has to raise rates to get inflation under control. Heck, we had CPI greater than 8%. Maybe it comes down to 4% this year. Maybe it comes down to 3% if they stay the course and stay tight in 2023. If you've got inflation greater than 3% on average, your purchasing power declines, cuts in half in 13 years. It's why uh, I, I wish we could go back to those halcyon days of sub 2% inflation when you didn't have to worry about the value of your money, you didn't have to worry about what you were doing with regard to pay raises, and you didn't have to worry about um, a whole pricing and a variety of things that all of a sudden become that much more important and trying to, again, just have a normal business that you didn't have, that you have to think about when inflation's 3% and higher and you don't have to think about when inflation's 2% and under. Hello there, on behalf of SDBullion.com, this is James Anderson with a quick SDBullion market update. Before we go further, please smash the like button so other sound money stackers can also see this content. And be sure to subscribe to our SDBullion channel so you can get our latest market coverages and also a chance at winning incredible bullion giveaways like this one. When you love silver as much as me, it's really easy to get carried away. Sometimes I just can't keep my hands off of a good deal. So when SD Bullion told me that they wanted to give away some silver for free, I was happy to lend my hands, I mean voice, for the cause. Now how much silver are they giving away, you ask? Boom, yes, 500 brand new silver eagles will be going to one of you, and all you have to do is click the link down below and enter for your chance to win, and you could be the next lucky recipient of a phone call like this. Hi Paul, this is Dr. Tyler Wall, CEO of SD Bullion. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Well, I'm calling you to let you know that you won the SD Bullion giveaway of a monster box of Silver Eagles. Well, thank you so much. This really made my day. So click the link below and enter because the next big winner of 500 Silver Eagles could be you. Yep, okay, got it. Click the link below to enter our new 500 ounce American Silver Eagle coin type two giveaway contest. And good luck to all of you who take part. Silver and gold in Fiat Federal Reserve notes had another down week in trading price action. The spot silver price and gold price have been in downward trends for over the last 20 days running. The gold-silver ratio closes this week at 84. For those looking to acquire physical bullion, this appears to be an excellent time to add to positions given these spot price sell-offs of late. Of course, there could be some further downside to come. But on a long-term price chart, Silver's next major snapback and price run should reward those who bet on the bullish fundamental factors building. Meanwhile, the fiat US dollar has been showing strength over the last two months versus other competing fiat currencies, but it's important to keep the larger macro picture in mind when valuing gold versus other major global fiat currency units. For instance, this week we saw a sharp devaluation trend perhaps only just beginning in the fiat Chinese yuan a major economy suffering from pandemic lockdowns in major city centers, and a real estate bubble coming undone. 
If the fiat yuan continues to devalue at such a historic pace, look for financial volatility to continue showing up in Western financial markets. Yuan depreciation tends to signal risk-off sentiment globally. You might recall previous cycles during the first COVID wave in 2020, a deleveraging drive in 2019, the trade war in 2018, and the chaotic yuan devaluation in 2015 coincided with declines in global stock markets. The recent sell-off in the spot gold price denominated in fiat US dollars is also not being shared by other major fiat currencies around the world at the same time. For example, in China, the gold price has remained stout in face of their fiat currency sharply devaluing of late. As well, similar can be said for the world's second largest fiat currency devaluing versus gold in euro terms. It can also be said in fiat British pounds versus gold, and as well in fiat Japanese yen devaluing against gold of late. And while this recent trend of the fiat US dollar strength has allowed US bullion buyers to acquire more ounces for their national fiat currency units, the long-term trend remains strongly intact. Our customer base continues to heavily swap out of unsecured promissory notes for the hardest monies known to mankind. That's all for this week's SD Bullion Market Update. As always to you out there, take great care of yourselves and those you love. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to give our video a thumbs up. To keep getting bullion-related news and industry insights, be sure to subscribe to our channel. Finally, hit that alert button so you know when we publish fresh content.